going on Deepak Bropra it's your boy Jerry the TRX but Washington here at General Fitness Company studio it is March 5th 2021 and it's Friday yeah we got a fantastic Friday episode for you today yeah we're gonna be talking a little bit about the end of the pandemic yeah this is uh something I was thinking about this, uh, this whole week I was just like what's the end of the pandemic gonna look like you know I was like so I looked at some other pandemics you know I was looking at the bubonic plague I was looking at the Spanish flu of 1918 and I was like Huh, you know, there's interesting, uh, interesting uh, um, trends that we had there, you know, some patterns that I was, uh, saw between those. And I was looking at you know, the possibilities for what we have in the near future. So uh, stay, stay tuned. I think I have something that I think you'll really enjoy. And I have some stuff for you that uh, for you savvy, for you business, business savvy people uh, to listen to towards the end of the episode. Now, I'm not going to give it away here, but uh, there's just some predictions that I have. I'm not, I'm not Nord- 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 Nordstrom's. <laughs> I'm not Nostradamus or anything like that. I won't claim to be any kind of predictor of anything, but at the same time, you can see how things went traditionally and uh, over time uh, after pandemic. So uh, I think there's some legitimacy to uh, my claims here. So anyways, let's go and get this episode underway. Episode number 26, season 8 of the TR Expert Talks. The end of pandemic episode. Let go! All right, so here it's Friday. I wanted to keep it positive because I was thinking how <laughs> I've been thinking all week about the pandemic. You know, it's just like we're in the midst of it still. I actually it, it, we're starting to see some light at the end of the tunnel. We're getting these uh, vaccines out, and their news that they're talking about at the by the beginning of the summer we should have enough vaccinations for the uh, entire country, which is uh, pretty good. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, but listen, uh, I, I was thinking about the. Uh, other times we've had these issues like because i was wondering like what is the end of the pandemic gonna look like like what are we gonna do like are we gonna always wear a mask you know how long are we gonna wear a mask what is society gonna look like and you know obviously i can't be nobody's a prophet nobody's like you know nostradamus on this uh, subject and knows exactly how human society is gonna respond and react and live after this pandemic but uh we can get some clues from you know previous pandemics there's been a a lot you know i've actually i uh, was looking up uh, quite a few things this with this uh, week trying to see uh, what it would look like and you know i was looking at the bubonic plague they had back in the the 1500s and they had oh, was it 1500 excuse me the 17 early 1700s uh, back in europe uh they had uh, the you know cholera here in uh, america you know, we had the spanish flu that was a global pandemic so we had like you know quite a few things uh that we've gone through as a, as a human society. And I was thinking, like, what exactly did we do after these 
pandemics, after these uh, humongous casualties of human life. And, you know, you know what it looked like is that a, a lot of people, you know, obviously, you know, <laughs> you know, it's a funny thing is, well, funny, not so funny. But the interesting thing is, I should say, is that uh, the, the first pandemic where we wore masks was... Well, we uh, you know all wore masks. Was these uh, Spanish flu that was like in the early 1900s, and that's kind of still what we do. Uh, but you know we you know pandemics weren't always the the same as they are now. You know I, uh, the you know bubonic plague actually didn't start airborne. It actually mutated into something airborne. It was actually caused by uh, fleas on rats, and, and, and believe it or not, uh, that started also in China. <laughs> take from that what you will. I'm just saying that's where it, that's where it's uh, said to have started. Uh, so it's interesting to think about these things in uh, in the context of of now. Like you know, obviously we have uh, more ability to get vaccines out. You know, we it's the fastest we ever got vaccines out for any kind of plague or anything like that. Uh, meanwhile. Um, you know, we have people that are, you know, saying that we should just wait for uh, herd immunity, which is an interesting concept because that is something that they talked about in the Spanish flu as well. They had groups that, you know, said that it's probably better to have her, go for herd immunity. And, you know, timeline wise, you know, they obviously didn't have vaccines, but timeline wise, they are pretty much in the same scale as we are now. If you really think about it, uh, they, it took about two and a half years or so for them to... Uh, you know, pretty much uh, go return to life back to normal, like, you know, somewhat back to normal, you know, four years for them, you know, get back to rolling. And unfortunately, then they had World War One and World War Two, or you could say fortunately, because uh, it seems that uh, the Spanish flu actually did have some, <laughs> had some effects on, uh, on relations during the, uh, during the war and actually changed some things uh, that, Maybe would have switched a lot. You know, for instance, uh, Woodrow Wilson was actually actually got, got the Spanish flu during one of the uh, biggest negotiations uh, of the war. So, uh, you know, and that was with the uh, I think the French chancellor. So, you know, who knows what could have happened then? Maybe we, you know, m maybe more people would be speaking French or maybe France would be having uh, Germany pay more money for the war. I don't know. But it's just kind of interesting to think about, like the pandemic and what, you know, what it looked like afterwards. And, you know, for a while we had a lot of prosperity. We had a lot of uh, people investing and, you know, and that's kind of how it's gone since uh, the dawn of time. So I think the, 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 the moral of the story here is that like, you know, with every, every rainbow has, you know, dark clouds in front of it. Obviously you have to have rain before you have rainbows. So, you know, once we get through this pandemic, I think it's going to be something, something that we're all going to look at and say, wow, that was a really terrible thing that we went through. But, you know, we're, there are bright times ahead. So I guess that kind of mirrors life in, as, as well. It's like, you know, a lot of times in life you might have some serious issues, some things that might come up that have really affected your life. You know, maybe you got in a car accident or, you know, maybe you had a, a family member that was in, seriously injured or maybe even... Uh, killed, you know, maybe you had uh, just a bad day, you know, but at the end of the day, no matter what your current affliction might be, you know, you got to always remember that it could, it could definitely always be worse, but you know, it could definitely uh, be better. And a lot of times those bad times are preceded, uh, are, excuse me, um, 
followed <laughs> those bad times. Well, I guess they may be also preceded by good times, right? But um, a lot of times for, you know, for the sake of this conversation, uh, a lot of times those bad times are followed by really, really good times. So, you know, during these bad times, you know, uh, during these, this pandemic, you know, just appreciate life for what it is, you know. And when we're on the other side, I guarantee you that you'll feel that life is a lot it's just a lot better to live life because of the fact that, you know, you've gone through this and you don't have to go through it anymore, <laughs> you know, at least this particular thing, you know, and we always learn from our mistakes and we've always, we've uh, trying to get better. And, you know, no matter what you may think about conspiracies and what the government might have to, to have, you know, into play or even, you know, dark sur- sources like the Illuminati or whatnot might have to do with the, with this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with this pandemic, uh, at the end of the day, you know, it's just a matter of uh, what you individually feel with this, uh, with this pandemic or what you at least individually, individually feel day to day. Because, you know, it's all about you and the people that are close to you in your life. You know, you shouldn't worry so much about, you know, people. Obviously, you should. Right. I mean, we should all worry about humanity as a whole. But, you know, I find that, you know, as I was kind of saying in uh, Wednesday's episode, Home, a lot of people care more about uh, stuff across, across the world than they care about in their own backyard. And you know, f- to be honest with you, a happier life is really if you can focus on the things close to you and make sure that those things are, are good. And, you know, if everybody does that same thing, then you won't have to worry about stuff halfway across the world because you know that everybody is taking care of everybody in their general vicinity, you know? So, I mean, you know, I, I, I think about that and that sounds like, you know, the general, you know, general idea of communism or socialism, but, you know, it's really just good peopleism, you know, it's just, <laughs> just being a good person. And obviously we're going to have people out there that are trying to swindle and trying to get over. And, you know, honestly, to, if you think about it, that's kind of like the American way, you know, dog eat dog and whoever can get the most and whoever can get the best, the, the fastest with the most cunning, you know, sometimes that leads to good things and sometimes that leads to bad things. But overall, you know, you got to think that the good always, always outweighs the bad. So if you, you know, if there's some bad out there, so be it, that's going to be life. But you do your good, have your people around you doing good. And, you know, as I like to say, keep good company. And eventually, you just won't have to worry about anything. Even if there is bad out there, it just won't, it won't, you'll just be so powerful with your good and with your, you know, your good company and the people around you that the bad just won't be able to touch you. So, you know, obviously, you got to keep a good, good group around you. You can't be an individual trying to, you know, do it on your own. Uh, well, Anyways, you got to do it. You got to do it with people around you. So just take care of your community. Take care of the people around you. Take care of yourself, of course. And just understand that those things that are bad or, you know, conceivably that conceptually seem bad right now may be the doorways or pathways to something that is beyond your imagination. So that's what the end of the pandemic looks like. You know, I think that we uh, are in for something great. And I think that if we all keep ourselves positive and just try to stay healthy and do the best we can to um, avoid the virus and stay alive, uh, we're going to be in for some really, really interesting, interesting times. You know, like, I mean, <laughs> digital currency is something that like a lot of people are talking about and like uh, a lot of people are working with. 
with respect to, you know, making different programs, like, you know, you have these digital sports teams, you have digital art now. So, I mean, that's something that like a lot of people don't even understand right now, but that's just something that I see. I'm not, as again, I'm not a prophet or anything like that. And there's nobody that is, can tell the future. Nobody's Nostradamus, but I mean, you can, you can honestly see what's happening under, uh, underneath the, the stratosphere, you know, or underneath the, the, the skin of, uh, of society. You know, you have everybody kind of worried about the pandemic. Meanwhile, you know, underneath brewing, you got a lot of people talking about um, the, the, you know, the next currency or the next way, way of life. And remember, as I said, you know, like with any pandemic or any tragedy, any kind of uh, calamity in human history, it was always followed by a, a great leap forward. And so, you know, I mean, that <laughs> just, to, you know, for those that are, you know, paying attention to what I'm trying to say here, I think that, you know, that's just something that you should keep your eyes open for and keep your ears uh, to the street for, because I think that's something that uh, we all are going to be looking at very soon. So anyways, uh, yeah, that's my free random tip about uh, finance that I absolutely never give. Uh, but I really feel that that's just something that uh, we should all look at in the near future because, you know, that's pretty much been the trage- trajectory of humanity since the dawn of time. It has uh, Every pandemic has uh, always had something following uh, that had something to do with the, f- uh, with the finances, whether it had been tulips in Amsterdam, you know, poppy seeds in uh, China, or uh, what do we have here? Or oh, just, you know... Uh, the Industrial Revolution after World War One and World War Two, So, yeah, there you go. All right, so that does it for my week, my friend. I really do appreciate you listening. I hope that you enjoyed this uh, here episode. If you did, feel free to leave a rating or review wherever you're listening to this currently. Uh, also, don't forget to share this with your friends. And if you haven't already, yeah, please subscribe. All right, check you later. Have a great week or great weekend or great morning or great afternoon or whenever you're listening to this. I hope it's great. Take care. And as always, keep good company. And now your hands are clean. Woo!